We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. How, how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally? I think we ain't done yet. Welcome to another edition of the Butting Heads Podcast. Uh, proud part of, whoa, realized I was using the wrong microphone. Proud part of Ramstock Radio uh, and the Blue Wire Podcast Network, the best place to get your podcast. As always, I'm here with Johnny Gomez. Johnny, last week we did a bunch of talking about whether or not we thought the Aaron Donald contract would happen, what it would look like. Here we are. Uh, we did say we thought it would happen sooner than later, and sooner came even sooner than expected. How are you doing, man? Happy Aaron Donald Day to all of us. Yeah, I believe that we need to contact the local officials um, to get Aaron Donald Day off. Uh, I, I'm 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 going to hype it up. You know, I'm pretty sure it, it should be a nationwide thing. This way, Steve can celebrate also. But only Ram fans, only Ram fans can celebrate. If you are not a Ram fan, you are not able to partake in us, you know, getting paid time off. Just give your doctor a fake note. Tell him you can't work tomorrow. You're celebrating somebody you've never met getting more money. (laughs) Well, damn, when you put it like that. (laughs) It's a great day for all of us. I I just informed Johnny that. Rather than prep detailed notes on Aaron Donald's contract, uh, I decided to cut vegetables to make chili after this podcast at 9.30 at night like a psychopath. But this is uh, the the sacrifices you got to make with a full-time job. Either write up some notes on the contract or prep vegetables so that you could make your dinner for tomorrow night. And I agreed with Steve that his priorities are straight and that that was perfectly acceptable because uh, I mean, it'd be even more acceptable if he could send some my way because chili sounds freaking amazing right now. Right. But, uh, you know, the whole time zone thing, you know, I think, I think we got a good, uh, we got a good grip on, on, on what's happened today. So essentially Aaron Donald had three years on his contract left, which we talked about last week. He's obviously been holding out for a new deal even though he was making quite a bit of money in 2022, he was underpaid for Aaron Donald, and everybody was happy with this deal, it appears. Not really an extension. Basically, what happened is the Rams, it's it's really just a restructuring, and they just gave him substantially more money. They added $40 million to his contract. It's now $65 million guaranteed over the next three years, total of $95 million over three years. He's going to be pulling in about, I believe, $31.5 million annually. Um, he's the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL at 31 years old, mind you. 
so that's kind of where we're at. Uh, we could talk about the salary cap implications in a minute, all that fun stuff. But Johnny, he's confirmed to be back. We all expected him to be back. Um, but highest paid defense, not highest paid non quarterback in the history of football. How you feeling about this deal? You know, if it was literally just about any other player, I I think I'd be kind of pissed off. But considering this isn't just a player, you know, uh, you and if you're tuned into us uh, before on a regular basis, you hear us gush about Aaron Donald constantly. And there's a reason for that. He's literally probably the best generational talent of our era. And I don't think that's I don't think that's a, a controversial statement. I, I'm pretty sure every team in the NFL would love to have Aaron Donald on their team and would probably give up just about anything to have him, even if they didn't necessarily need him, which, by the way, the Rams didn't necessarily need him, and they drafted him anyway. So, yeah, the um, Aaron Donald <laughs> is absolutely a guy that you give this big contract to. Um, and like I said, if it were anyone else, if it was Jalen Ramsey, I'd be pissed off that the Rams are giving this kind of money to him. Uh, because while I do love Jalen Ramsey and I do think he should be paid among the top cornerbacks of the league, giving him like essentially quarterback money would not be something ideal in my mind. But uh, Aaron Donald does affect games enough to the point where he does deserve this kind of money. You know, um, and for for the people that I've interacted with um, that have suggested that Aaron Donald doesn't deserve this money, I asked them one very important question. Do you think the Rams win the Super Bowl last year without Aaron Donald? Be honest. Do you think it happens? And the answer is hell no. No, I mean... Even if you take him out of the game, uh, if the Super Bowl game itself, the Rams lose in the Super Bowl without Aaron Donald. There's no question. The Rams don't get to the Super Bowl without Aaron Donald. For sure. They don't get past Tampa without Aaron Donald. Absolutely no way. I was (laughs) going to say they wouldn't win a playoff game, but I forgot about how trash the Cardinals were in uh, last January. (laughs) They probably would have beaten them without Aaron Donald because they were really bad. But they wouldn't have beaten a whole lot of other playoff teams. No, no, not not at all. And so that argument stands right there. That that shows how big of an impact that this guy has, and probably the biggest impact a defensive tackle has ever really had on a team. Um, I I I know that's kind of controversial to say, but at this point, I don't give a shit. I don't think it is. He's the best defensive tackle ever. He's at least the best defensive player since Reggie White, in my opinion. And you could argue he had a better career than Reggie White. You could argue he had a better career than Lawrence Taylor. Those things are on the table. I'm not advocating for or against them either way. But I think he's had a better career than Ray Lewis. I think he's had a better career than J.J. Watt, all the greats of this century. I think you got to go back to the 90s, 80s uh, to those Reggie White, Lawrence Taylor type guys. Um to really talk about his comps given what he's done over the last eight years. And he absolutely deserves to be the highest paid player in NFL history. It's not a quarterback. There's no doubt about it. You could tell, you could kind of tell if you read the tea leaves of his uh, podcast interview last week, that's probably, this is probably what he wanted. Uh, he wanted to kind of reset the scale a little bit and help defensive guys that follow him in these contract negotiations. Obviously it's going to be hard to, give somebody Aaron Donald money because there's only one of him. There are a lot of other very good defensive players in the NFL. They are not him. And so, yeah, he, he absolutely deserves this. Um, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. <laughs> Clearly nobody's ever been paid this much if they're not throwing the football. But if there's anyone that deserves this type of money, it's him. I, you can't really quantify what this guy has done at this position Players don't play defensive tackle like he does. Um, he's basically broken football focus's scale. He's like the best player on their scale every single year because he's just that dominant and just that good. And like you said, you know, we are not even remotely close to where we are today without this man. We, you look at the the defensive rosters we've had over the last couple of years, top to bottom. 
there's a lot of good players at the top, no doubt about it. There's a lot of mediocre to bad players at the bottom of those starting lineups. And you can have, you know, average to below average dudes filling out a defense because you have this guy and to a lesser extent because you have Jalen Ramsey and some other great players around him. But it starts and ends with him. And if he's not there, you can't build you can build a top five defense around Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. And a bunch of you know, obviously you got Leonard Floyd, you got Jordan Floyd, but half those guys can be average players and you could still be a top five defense. If we're talking Jalen Ramsey and another high end football player, I don't know if that's true. Uh, because they don't impact the game like Donald does. I mean, shit, you could build a top 10 defense around Donald by himself if if Ramsey's not there. I, mean, I don't know about top five, but it's just this guy, he's he's affected the team and the culture in so many ways, and you you have to pay him what he wants. I saw some people saying this is a steal. It's not a steal. This is his market value, but uh, you got to pay him. I'm not. Nobody should be upset about this. Nope. Uh, nobody. I don't think anybody is. At least Rams fans. But uh, I don't want to be like straw man arguing nobody here. But uh, this this is what he's worth in today's NFL, and it's a lot of money to give to anybody. But uh, if you're paying it to Aaron Donald, even at 31, there's no indication that the wheels are going to fall off anytime soon. I think um, kind of a a very good comparison here. Uh, because when you when you think about it, he is getting paid quarterback money. Maybe not the top quarterback money, but he's getting paid around you know uh, uh, good quarterback money. Uh, a good example is Kirk Cousins. Uh, do you really think that Kirk Cousins is more valuable to a team than Aaron Donald is? Because right now, their value is about the same. <laughs> uh, no. Absolutely not. It, it's not even close, right? And that's kind of the point here. You know, that's that's kind of a good point here. Is that while the Minnesota Vikings may not be the smartest team by throwing this much money at, at Kirk Cousins, the one-year extension to him, just baffles me completely. Uh, but they pay him that money simply because he is a quarterback. But look at Aaron Donald. Look what he does for the team. We just we just went through a long spiel about how valuable he is to the Rams and how valuable he has been overall throughout his career. Uh, so why would you be upset to pay him this kind of money when you got guys like Kirk Cousins getting paid this much money, you know, Jared Goff made as much money in 2020 as Aaron Donald's going to make this year. Uh, but obviously quarterback is a different sport or not a different sport, you know, a different animal. And I'm not as against the Kirk Cousins extension as you are. I, I don't say it's a good move, but it wasn't. <laughs> I don't think it was a horrible move. Like he's it a top, was. he's a top twenty quarterback, probably twenty, but uh, he's top twenty nonetheless. I mean, I mean, yeah, that's another <laughs> another topic for another day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, th- this was a good move, though. At the end of the day, if you have any questions whatsoever, just look at the Kirk Cousins move. That's all you got to do. Yeah, and he's he's never uh, Aaron Donald has never missed a game to an injury in his career. He, he's missed two games and neither of them were an injury. That's true, right? I definitely saw that on Twitter the other day. Depends if you're uh if you're counting playoff games, right? No, no, that's not even true either cuz he did actually show up in the game. He just didn't play very long. Yeah, he uh yeah, the Packer game, right? Yeah. He was out there but uh not much and injured. Yeah, it's it, it's like I will say, it's a little scary to give somebody this much money at thirty-one, but um, you can't not do it. Like you can't not do it. the The reward is so much greater than the risk. You know, if you don't have Aaron Donald next year, your chances of repeating plummet, and you have to have him out there. Nobody is ever going to feel great about giving a thirty-one-year-old non-quarterback. It's ninety million dollars, but you have to do it. 
and you have to be okay with it because if you don't do it, like I said, it's, you, you can't, uh, this is like, I feel like I'm repeating myself and saying nothing, but you just, you simply can't <laughs> not do it. You know what I mean? And I don't like, again, I don't know who I'm arguing with because nobody's saying this, but like, you can't not do it. You have to do this. And he, he deserves every penny. It's, it's not, it's a football's a hard sport to quantify these numbers because basically when any high end players are up for extensions, if they have a good agent, they become the highest paid player at their position ever with Donald. He had to go for more than that because he's that good. It's not like basketball where if you are a top 30 player or you have the potential to be a top 30 player, you get the same contract as LeBron doesn't make sense. It, it hampers the the top 10 guys in that league. But in the NFL, there there's no set amount of money you could pay a player. If the Rams wanted to give Aaron Donald a hundred percent of their salary cap, they could, well, they didn't, but this, this is what he's worth. This is what he should get. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors. According to indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, it it's um it's just wild though. Like, uh, if if anyone has an issue with this, it just baffles me. Uh, especially when you have teams out there like the Jacksonville Jaguars giving Christian Kirk, you know, top receiver money. I saw um he is making one point seven Christian Kirk's this season. Somebody, uh, oh, somebody, somebody calculated that one out, which I love. That's how people are ranking contracts now. Let's uh, let's talk about the actual deets of this contract right now. So somehow, because the NFL contracts don't make any sense, the Rams are saving three, two, I think two and a half to three million dollars this season. Uh, his cap hit goes from twenty six million to twenty four million, even though he's bringing in more money. Um. Which is great because that gives us a little more leeway to to bring back Odell if we want to. Yeah, I and you know this is kind of something Steve and I were were kind of talking about last week is uh, that Aaron Donald obviously wants to run it back, that wants to get that uh, two peat Super Bowl championship here, and um, part of doing that is ensuring being able to retain and uh, add, you know, different players. But if he's hogging up all the salary cap, how are we going to do that? Well, this is part of how he's doing this here. Uh, Obviously, Odell meant a great deal to this offense towards the end of the stretch last year. And, you know, having him there in the play uh, ready for the playoffs would be an added boost here um, that the Rams offense doesn't really need if we're being honest. But it couldn't hurt. And, uh, you know, getting a, a fresh Odell out there um, during playoff time, I'm all for it. So uh, I'm just waiting for, for Les need to do his magic because he's already done it by somehow making extra space to uh, definitely do this. So um, I don't care how he does it. Just do it at this point. Be like Nike and just do it. Well, with this now, they have $8 million in – I believe you said they they signed all the rookies today too, right? They yep. did indeed, which is great. Um, so if over the cap is accurate right now, they the contract with Aaron Donald is reflecting what uh, Mike Florio reported. So it's not a hundred percent set in stone, but I'm 
I think he put out like bullshit paperwork numbers. Yeah, that'd be a weird thing to to lie about. You have eight million dollars. I I think that is. I feel like that should be enough to re-sign Odell this year, given the injury. And oh, I don't it's know more than enough. Yeah, I don't know what he's asking for, but if they put that full eight million in front of Odell, I at at this point in in free agency, nobody. If he was going to get more than that, he wouldn't be here. So I, I, I think hopefully this leads to that getting done. We'll see. It's not a guarantee, but um, it's great that this helped free up a little space because obviously we all want that to happen. I know you said we don't necessarily need him, but I think in the Super Bowl we saw what a receiving core that's just Cooper Cup looks like. And we are an Allen Robinson injury away from that happening right now. I know we have Van Jefferson. I know we have Tutu. <laughs> um, but you, you know, Van. Van, I, I hope he rebounds and he's a very good player this year. But what we got out of Van the last eight weeks of the season is not going to cut it at the number two option. And what we got out of Ben Skoranek, and we didn't get anything out of Tutu, so we'll see. You can't imagine. It doesn't seem like we're going to feel good if that guy's our third option. So I think bringing back Odell would be great. And at full strength, if you have Cooper Cup, Al Robinson, and Odell out there, that's going to be really, really difficult for defenses to play against. So I don't think it may happen. But uh, back to Donald. So it's essentially, and I think I said this before, two years, sixty-five million, fully guaranteed, which is great. Year three, if he wants to come back, he can come back and make thirty million. And it, there's a void year at the end of the contract. John and I were talking about before this started. I don't really understand void year, but what it seems like is that they are just going to have to eat some money at the end of his contract. Which by twenty twenty five, we could talk about our window all we want. This is not going to be the same football team in twenty twenty five. I don't know. I can't imagine that we are going to be a contender in 2025, given the ages of our stars. So, like, whatever, man. I'll, I'll happily eat that $23 million in 2025 for three years of being a contender with our guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, hey, if it, if, if it, even, if it even gives us one Super Bowl out of that three years, it'll be totally worth it. I, I don't think there's any question whatsoever. Oh, for sure. And I mean, right now they have, we'll see, like, obviously the same thing might happen with Jalen Ramsey, just as Aaron Donald, but they have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey under contract in 2024. They have Matthew Stafford under contract in 2024. They have Leonard Floyd under contract in 2024. They have Allen Robinson under contract in 2024. A lot of this core is still going to be here in three years. And I mean, if you have Donald, Ramsey, Stafford, and you get the extension done with Cup, which I'm sure they're gonna. Yeah, three year window, man, for for what we fucking went through, to and already having been in basically a more or less a five year championship window. Sign me up, man. I will take an. I will take three years of being horrible after the what the next three years should entail. Let's hope that it's not horrible. Let's not go back to the days of one in fifteen. I mean, I hope not, but like the whole te- the whole group might be gone in after twenty twenty four. If if Donald retires, Sean McVay can make more money for way less work doing something else if he would like to. You never know. I, I don't want to put that voodoo out in the air just yet, but just give me a nice three year window. I, I moral of the story is I'm very happy to get this guy locked up. And we'll see if it, he ends up playing for two or three more years. But seems like an all essential guarantee that he's going to be here for two more years. At the very least, yeah. Uh, yeah, which is great. Uh, I hope he plays forever. That would be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's been here for so long, too. Like, it's hard to remember the team before he got here because, you know, they were so bad and before that uh they were in the super bowl it was uh guy really thank god thank god we drafted him i don't want to go back and read any takes about what i said at the time 
I don't know what I said. I'm sure I said it was good, an okay move, but um, <laughs> I, I I could do it. I could do 20 more minutes of just kissing Aaron Donald's ass because uh, I will do it any day of my any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the um, the reason why it's so hard to remember uh, life af- uh, life before Aaron Donald is because we don't want to remember that, Steve. <laughs> Odell. Quote tweeted a tweet and said, loud Jesus. Uh, wow, the Rams are probably maybe offering him like $3 million. <laughs> to be fair, Aaron Donald is expected to play the whole season, though. Yeah, the, so. No, yeah. I hope they bring him back, man. I love Odell. Same, same. I think he was good for the morale of the of the team and um, and just a damn good overall player. Yeah, and we already went over the reasons why we need him. Uh, all the rookies signed, so that's great. Uh, they're all pretty cheap deals because we didn't pick until the hundreds. Um, so they're not really going impl- to impact the cap. So, yeah, they have $8 million to play with after this extension. Do you, do you, I mean, now that this is done, do you think a Cooper Cup deal happens this year? I know we talked about it last week, but obviously things have changed a little bit. Uh, I suppose it depends on what they decide to do with Odell. You know, if they do end up throwing the full $8 million in front of uh, Odell's face, hoping that he signs, I doubt that a deal happens this year. But one of the things that Cooper Cup said that is, um, you know, he he's not in a rush to be paid, you know, the, the top receiver money. Um but I mean, I don't expect that to last forever as much as I'd love that to. At some point, he's gonna he's gonna demand a, a larger contract, and quite frankly, he deserves it. Uh, but I, it's kind of like how you said last week, Steve. Um, Aaron Donald has been kind of doing this his entire career, and really, we've only gotten Cooper Cup to this highest of high level last season. So I think in a way he could kind of wait, but I wouldn't wait to the point where Cup is frustrated and just wants out of the team. We don't want a Debo situation, you know. Yeah, and and he's underpaid for what he did last year, but like he he he's still no, he's got a cap hit of eighteen million this year. You know, he's not grossly underpaid for a wide receiver in the NFL that's good. He's underpaid for the best receiver in the league. But, yeah, like like we said, you only have seen one season of it. I expect it to continue, but I I don't think the – like, it's it, yeah, the Rams shouldn't be looking at him thinking that they owe him today like they probably should with AD because he's just been a generational talent for so long. I wouldn't be surprised if – you know, I don't I don't anticipate them giving Cup an extension where it shrinks his cap number this year so they could do something else because really like what's left to do. I mean, there's still guys out there, but I nobody worth moving mountains for. I yeah. I could see them inking an extension where it eases next year's cap for him so they could have some flexibility in the offseason and then gives him another year or two at a at a really high number. But I, it also would not surprise me if he played the whole year with his current deal, with no extension, because he doesn't seem like the guy who's going to hold out or anything. And if he did, I wouldn't judge him. I would not judge him at all. But I, I just, yeah, I, I don't think the like the Rams don't owe him that today. And if they did it, great. Take care of your guys. Hooper Cup, get the bag. But I, I don't think it needs to happen. No, I, I'm I'm hoping that, um, and and like you said, unless there's a a way that um, less need could make thing you know money freed up for this year or next year, uh, you know, unless unless they're able to do that, I don't see the urgency right this moment to do that. And uh, quite frankly, it it'd be one thing if they had. You know, Jadavion Clowney out there still, which he's not, unfortunately. Uh, but at this point, the only real target would be Odell. 
Yeah. It, it, are any of those, like, guys still, like, uh, did all the edge rushers sign? Like, Melvin Ingram did sign, right? Or maybe he didn't. I didn't hear anything, but, of course, I haven't exactly been paying attention because at this point I, I wasn't sure if uh, if that was going to happen or not. But, he did. Uh, he, he signed with the, with the Finns. Bummer. Uh, well, can't expect him to be free the entire time. Um, wonder if Trey Flowers have signed anywhere. Uh, but even if he did, it's not like it's not like Trey Flowers is gonna be like this incredible signing. Like you'd be more, much more excited uh, with Melvin. Trey Flowers still out there. Um, yeah, I yeah, and they there might be a wink, wink deal with Cup where they're like, we're gonna extend you next off season because it'll be better for our, our cap and who knows how that holds up there could have been a wink wink deal with odell last year that fell apart so i, I don't know what's gonna happen i wouldn't be upset about it either way i'm uh digging for some topics to wrap up us here here's a quote from sean mcveigh about tutu atwell johnny did you read this one he said uh, you... oh go ahead he said he's progressing very, very well mentally and physically. The game has slowed down for him. He knows his plays like the back of his hand. It's almost like he took things for granted last year. But now he saw how Cooper and Robert was prepared and how it translated to on-the-field success. I was going to suggest he do that anyways, but he did it before I even suggested. That says a lot about how serious he's about this and wants to be a good pro. You know, I uh, – oh, this is not Sean McVay. This is uh, the wide receivers coach. And he went on to say, last year he thought he knew, but he really didn't. So you got to press him. Hey, this is how you prepare. You've got to prepare like a pro. This is your livelihood. This is not you going to class and then going out there and using your athletic ability. I feel like a lot of stuff is coach speak, and this is coach speak too, but I would say it's like encouraging in the fact that it's a very blunt quote where he's like, this guy didn't do shit last year. He came in with the wrong attitude. He didn't accomplish anything. He wasn't good, and now he's – actually doing the work to become a good player. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm sold on Tutu Atwell, but it's out of all like the, the bullshit coach B quotes we get in June. This is like a, I think a pretty meaningful one because he is basic. Like it's a backhanded compliment, but it's also if your employer tells you this, you're like, if, if, if your employer tells you this exact quote in a call, you're not like, shit, I should have done better last year. You're like, oh, great. Like, they see that I'm working to improve. Uh, so it is it is encouraging in that regard. I, again, not going to count our chicks before they hatch here, but gives me a little hope that he could be something in 2022. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, do, uh, I do think that this is, again, one of those things that you take with a grain of salt. Uh, it's uh it is coach speak for the most part but it is something to consider that it wasn't like uh oh you know Tutu Atwell has made uh you know a thousand percent uh improvement from last year that tells me nothing they actually kind of went into detail as to how he's improving they didn't necessarily promise you that this guy is gonna do big things this year but he it, they did say that he's improving that he kind of matured a little bit because from based on what that quote was suggesting, it was a bit of a maturity issue. And you know what? That's great. You know, I, I think at some point, a lot of these guys that are entering the NFL may have a maturity issue and some guys don't learn at all, you know, um, and they end up out of the league, you know, in a few years. So the fact that he's learning and learning quickly that is an encouraging sign, and I, you know, I hope for our sake and his that um, he continues to uh, mature and develop and become, you know, uh, the potential that many of us feel like he has. Um, just he hasn't shown it yet. So um, yeah, hopefully he's healthy. He's getting better out there, and uh, he's he has no shortage of teachers out there. Uh, so. Hopefully this will be enough to get him out there and uh, at least become a contributor. Yeah, and there are going to be reps available for him. 
Uh, he's not gonna. He's not gonna be a starter by any means, but they. I don't think Van Jefferson is gonna play a hundred percent of the snaps, and so there are reps to be had as a third wide receiver. There are things we could use Tuto Atwell for, in theory, if he lives up to what they were hoping to get out of him, which is Tavon Austin, but good. Is, is that a fair uh, assessment of what they hope to get out of Tutu Atwell? Oh, absolutely. That that was exactly what they were hoping for is Tutu out, uh, Tavon Austin, but good. And, and in Tavon's peak, quote-unquote, he got the balls uh, in jet sweeps. They, they made gadget plays for him. Uh, he was somewhat of a deep threat, although not like as advertised, but – Guys fast enough, if, if you put him in single coverage, you just ignore him. He might just dust somebody and score. And if Tutu could do that on like a 30% or something snap share, it'd be, it'd be great. Is it worth what we drafted for him? Absolutely not. But he's on the team in here, and you got to hope they get something out of him. And, and there are things that this offense could use, even with Allen Robinson in the fold, uh, that Tutu could, in theory, bring to the table if, if he can get it together. Well, let's get one thing straight. No matter how good Tutu Atwell becomes, um, the, they're never going to get the value that they could have had in Creed Humphrey or Nick Bolton. But um, that being said, you know, you can't take the draft pick back now. Uh, you know, that's all obviously in the past. Can't do anything about it. However, you know, there are ways to have him as a contributor. Um to the point where at least, you know, he, he, he's doing something. He's not just on the bench getting money, uh, just, you know, as a body there, you know, and I, I don't believe that he will be that. I I think that Sean McVay is creative enough to uh, implement him in the offense one way or another. And whether it be through jet sweeps, whether it be through the deep ball, um, I think he can get him out there. The difference maker is that Matthew Stafford is here. And as long as they're both on the same track, um, I think this could be someone worth holding on to and, um, you know, maybe be a, a decent contributor at the end of it all. Maybe a secret weapon of sorts. Uh, but to expect, you know, a, a thousand yard receiver out of Tutu Atwell, I think you might be reaching for the stars a little bit too much there. Uh, anyone with a brain, I don't think would be expecting that. I'll be happy with 350. Yeah, yeah, I would say, you know, especially because uh, he's going to be buried on the uh, on the depth chart, and rightfully so, and even more so if uh, Odell ends up back in, in Los Angeles. But, uh, you know, even, even then, like, that – him being buried won't happen until the end of the year. So yeah, I mean, uh, shit, man, I'll be happy if he has a catch over 30 yards, just get something, <laughs> give me something out of this guy. Have that one, like Deshaun Jackson, like touchdown. And, uh, <laughs> he'll get a Deshaun Jackson worth of contract there. Yeah. Legitimately. If he has, <laughs> if he does exactly what Deshaun Jackson did last year, over a 16-game pace. Great. He had, like, three big catches. <laughs> you know? He, he did. Um, and I, I, I'll never... Emergency type guy. I'll never forget that one touchdown that Deshaun Jackson had where Matthew Stafford just connected him way downfield. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, we lost that game too, right? What game was it? I think it was Arizona, if I was not we mistaken. We definitely lost the Arizona game early in the year. So I, I, I think that was the the game that uh, that he connected there. But, uh, man, I, I, I just remember after that touchdown, I was thinking, this is why we signed him. This is, this is uh, going to be, you know, an awesome season with Deshaun Jackson. And just a few weeks later – he he wanted out. <laughs> uh, it was Tampa was the game he scored the touchdown. Ah, and so we actually won that game. And he had a sixty-eight yard reception against Seattle. So we did uh, win the two games. He had big catches. Huh. 
I thought I could have sworn we've lost. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. All right, well, not maybe. I am wrong. <laughs> yeah, you are wrong. <laughs> but, um, but hey, you know what? Uh, those were nice memories for like a day, and then uh, and then he got cut, basically. Yeah, I mean, he could have been useful in the playoffs, but he didn't want to be here. So here we are. Uh, I have I, no regrets. I think the literal only other piece of Rams news that happened this week was Rams legend Ryan Fitzpatrick retired. Man, it was a sad day. I felt like the Fitz magic was gone from the NFL. For those for those of you that didn't know, and I'm sure pretty much all our listeners uh, knew at one point or another, Ryan Fitzpatrick was drafted by the Rams and. The funny thing was, I actually remembered Fitzpatrick being drafted by the Rams because I thought it was interesting that he came from Harvard. Yeah, and the, it was great. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome. And then uh, I was thinking to myself, wow, well, uh, we have a Harvard man on the team. And he looked like a Harvard graduate. And by the time he retired, he did not look like a Harvard graduate. Not at all. <laughs> Uh, just incredible on Ryan Fitzpatrick to convince so many teams that he's a viable option as their starting quarterback. Just did it time and time again. I'm not going to lie, though. I was a little surprised that he retired. I, I'm pretty sure there was at least one team, cough the Carolina Panthers, that could have used his services. Yeah, but he's like 40, dude. I, I, would, I would take a 40-year-old uh, Fitzmagic. Over Sam Darnold. I would. I don't care what anybody says. No, I mean, I agree. And it's it's kind of wild that they're actually going into the season with Darnold after bringing back Cam Newton to replace him. Like, they, that was a thing they did, but they're still trotting him out as the quarterback in 2022. How demoralizing would it be to be a Carolina Panther fan right now? rough uh better than being a cleveland browns fan at least i i mean if i'm a cleveland browns fan i'm just i'm just praying that deshaun watson is not uh is not um convicted at all or found guilty at all um or else uh goodbye to deshaun watson and uh goodbye also to your salary cap for a while you know i i'm also praying that that's true but uh, I don't think all these women are lying, and I don't either. I I wasn't sure if I thought the league was going to suspend him, and I think today they are definitely going to suspend him for the entire year, maybe more. <laughs> you know, I I'd have to say that this this is just like a curse for the Cleveland Browns, but at the same time, like if no, I'm... no, they made their fucking bed, bro. <laughs> they knew what they were they knew what they were buying. That's true, but it's like a quarterback curse though. Like no one can no one can seriously fuck up quarterbacks that badly. Oh yeah, right? yeah. I feel bad for Browns fans because I oh, mean yeah. Jesus Christ. But the organization knew what they were doing here. They knew this I don't know. Did they do their homework? Was their homework just talking to Deshaun Watson and not doing anything else? I I don't know, man. I, I feel bad for Browns fans. Uh, I feel bad that they actually have to root for this team with Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. I have absolutely no pity for that organization. I think it was unbelievable that they actually offered him this contract and to make it so that he barely gets paid this year. Uh just absolutely fucking insane. The whole situation is unbelievable, and I hope he never plays again. But I'm sure he will because it's the NFL. <laughs> well, I mean they they did make sure to keep Baker Mayfield, you know. So there's that. Yeah, the reason I thought of Cleveland was because when you were talking about Sam Donald starting, like I was just thinking about how funny it would be uh, if they actually have to play Baker Mayfield Week One. But they, what they absolutely have to. There's no doubt about it. They have to, but I don't know if he's going to show up. Like, I don't know if he would play. And I don't know if I would play if I were him either. I know he doesn't have, like, a ton of options, but, like, I don't know, man. 
I I wouldn't play for the Browns if I were him. That their their new golden child gets suspended for a year because he's a huge piece of shit, and now they're crawling back to Baker to start. Like, I wouldn't play if I were him. I wouldn't either. But then again, if you don't play. It's not like Baker Mayfield was, you know, lighting up the fields for the past couple of years either. So even if he sits the season, you know, the Browns are petty enough to hold on to him uh, and him not play at all. So <laughs> what what happens to you as Baker Mayfield? Do you, um, you know, when you're finally able to play again, do you get another opportunity? It's going to be really rough if you do. What What's going to happen? I, I would... I w- I would almost bet money on this happening is somebody's going to get hurt in August and they're going to get like a second or third round pick for Baker. Because I you know I didn't think this and then I don't know if you remember this Johnny but I thought of this the other day. Do you remember when the Eagles got a first round pick for Sam Bradford because Teddy Bridgewater got hurt? That's right. Like, I forgot about that. I remembered that that happened and I was like, you know, this is probably going to happen. Uh, I mean, I hope nobody gets has a season on injury in August because that shit sucks. But if, like, let's say, like, just hypothetically, like, if Matt Ryan gets hurt in August, I could see the Colts giving a second or third round pick for Baker. There's there's a handful of teams that it doesn't really make sense for them to close up shop if their quarterback gets hurt. The Titans could be another one uh, just looking, like, around the league at teams. Somebody will, if that happens, give up a – I don't think a first. You know, I don't think they're getting a first for him under any circumstances. But if they will either get a second and eat some of his contract or like a later pick, but the team that is acquiring him would eat his contract. You know, it could be Denver if something happens to Russell Wilson. I think any team that's good doesn't have an investment as a backup quarterback – would make a bigger deal if something happened to their quarterback very early. That's fair. That's that's definitely fair. Um, I I just uh, you know I'm talking about uh, just terrible quarterback situations. The Washington Commanders. Oh boy, that's another one. <laughs> well, they got Carson, dude. They got Carson. Yeah, but, I I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, let's let's start a hypothetical. I'm knocking on wood super hard. I hope that wasn't that loud on the podcast. Uh, if Matthew Stafford got hurt, would you want the Rams to give up like a third for Baker Mayfield or actually start John Wolford for the entire season? Damn, that's hard. I think, I think you have to go for the Baker Mayfield. Um, I, I don't know if I'd want to, but, um, you're talking about the Rams here who are, are definitely in line to, uh, you know, repeat here. So do you want to spoil that by, you know, going to a career backup player in John Wolford, or at least you have some experience with Baker Mayfield? Though I'm not sure you're going to make any friends with Odell on that one. Yeah, I was. I actually thought about that after I said it. If Odell resigns, that would never happen. <laughs> like I, I think they, I think they know better. Uh, that would might be the scenario where Ryan Fitzpatrick gets up off his couch and, and comes back to the league. I'd um, welcome back Fitz Magic. Yeah, I, I think like more realistically because of the if Odell wasn't there, I think they would make the move. But uh. And more realistically, they probably try Wolford, sign somebody like Fitzpatrick. Um, is the only other like free agent guy out there Cam? I don't think they'd bring in Cam. He doesn't really make sense for us. No, not at all. <laughs> it would be frustrating to see Cam out there. It's just the the money that has been spent on this team. It is not built for a Cam Newton offense. Even like at least this version of Cam Newton, who is pretty cooked as a passer yeah I, unless you're unless you're planning to run him like lamar jackson every every down which right, yeah. a lamar jackson he is not if lamar so, jackson got hurt though i think they would sign cam newton immediately yeah yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I think 
you wouldn't feel good about it, but you don't feel good about any of these scenarios because they are doomsday scenarios that I hope none of us have to deal with because I definitely want to watch all these players play. Oh, yeah. No question. But, uh, (laughs) man, I I would – I think I might cry if I see Cam Newton on this team. I like Cam Newton – but he would just it would just be an absolutely horrible fit for us. This, this version, unfortunately, uh, he's just – he can't throw anymore. I, I like he, – he's still one of my favorite interviewers of all time. Like, I, I highly <laughs> encourage <words>. you <laughs> – I highly encourage you to look at, uh, you know, prime Cam Newton interviews. They're just – they're so fucking entertaining. He's a dude where in 20 years from now, I don't think people will realize how good he actually was at his peak uh, because of how hard he fizzled out. But, like, MVP Cam Newton was an absolute fucking monster. And no it's, it's a bummer that he, he can't play at that level anymore. Anything else you want to talk about? I think we're good. I can't believe we actually stretched this to a 50-minute podcast. Uh, no, I think... I think uh, our audience has had enough of us ranting about quarterbacks that are not on the Rams. <laughs> Anyone still listening, I, I appreciate you guys more than you know that you actually listen to us talk about random-ass quarterbacks for 10 minutes. I appreciate everyone who tuned in to listen to us talk about the Rams, but, like, you guys still listening are my people. Uh, I mean, in the end, I think most of us uh, that that are listening anyway – we're not just, you know, Ram fans. We're also fans of football. And while, yes, the Rams are a priority, uh, you got you to gotta show some love to other players on other teams from time to time. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't think there's any issue there. Yeah, and it's June. Uh, we are in the dead heap of it. So we'll uh, we'll continue. I'm, I'm still waiting for uh, our, our classic uh, – a classic podcast of do we give a shit? <laughs> We're getting there. We're getting there. Um, and hey, LeBron said he's coming on a podcast soon. So is it going to be ours? You'll have to wait and find out. Never know. Uh, <laughs> leave on that uh, ominous tone. Uh, <laughs> be sure to subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review if you haven't. Uh, download if you don't helps our numbers and uh, follow us on Twitter at Superbarrow at Johnny Bowman. How, how would you evaluate your season? Uh, I think we ain't done yet. You, you personally? I think we ain't done yet. Mm-hmm.